Greg Bellamy, Belza, how you doing? Yeah, good mate. Just skipped out of training. Right, what can I do you for? Yeah, you're hungry. <laughs> okay, mate, we're a couple of states apart, but right, you felt like some Chinese food. Yep, so you, so you thought you'd call me. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, love that for me. Oh, already getting into your order. All right, yep, no, I've got a pen here. Um, right, a couple of dim sim. Mm-hmm. Cashew chicken, yep, and your honey chicken. Yeah, no, I remember from last time. Belzy, you're pretty. So same questions about the honey, yep. So where is it? Where does it originate from? Yep, how is it made? And the types of bees and how they're looked after. Yeah, no, I get it. Totally, you're passionate about bee conservation. No, I get that, makes sense. All right, mate, you got to get back to training? No, look, totally fine. Yep, excellent. I'll um, I'll get that sorted for you. Oh, hang off me. Love you too. Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Yeah, hello and welcome to Mojo Sports, the NRL show, season two, episode 36. My name is Dan Frost, and as always, I'm supported by the best panel in the business. And tonight, another very special episode. Um, If you haven't had a chance, obviously go and listen to episode 35, our State of Origin Game 1 preview. You know, it's game day, so get out there and, and make sure you listen to that one. If you did listen to that episode, you would have got our introduction and our very warm, warm welcome to our brand new panelists here on the NRL show, uh, Michaela Foster. Mickey, it's great to have you on the show. Uh, tell our listeners, for those that uh, yeah, misbehaved and didn't catch the earlier episode, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and the team that you follow and support. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so I currently live in Canberra um, and grew up in Wagga. So um, but yeah, my, sorry, NRL team, um, a lot of people get surprised, but I am a Sydney Roosters fan. Um, often get told that I've jumped on a bandwagon, which I definitely have not. Um, and yeah, in terms of state of origin, I'm a New South Wales girl, no matter what. So I'll- I love that. I love the New South Wales. You know, we can still be friends there. The Roosters, that's a little bit tricky. I'm I'm still salty over the 2000 semi-final. That one, yeah, we we had the game at halftime and things got away from us. Joey John's throwing that um that intercept to Freddie Fittler. Um yeah, I, I don't know if I can forgive him for that one. That was a that was a premiership loss that one. All right, team, I won't lie, I wasn't born yet. So I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit before your time, Mickey. Uh, great to have you on the show. It's um, it's it's going to be a great one tonight as we as we dive in and preview all things round fourteen. But before we get too carried away, let's jump into our warm up. And the one, and the two, and the one, two, three. Play it on the set. Bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah. Have a great broadcast. You too, darling. All right, crew, you know the drill in the warm-up, you know, giving our listeners a little bit of an insight into you, um, you know, find out a little bit more about yourself. Now, um, in the warm-up, we're doing a little bit of a right and wrong um, question here. So we've got to be honest, uh, we've got to sort of, you know, we had quite a few predictions uh, in the preseason. So that's the question I've got for you is, let's be honest, what is your biggest surprise uh, so far in season 2022? Um, Let's start with Dana. So mine is actually uh, just the Broncos, just Brisbane Broncos kind of coming out, um, kind of guns blazing, I reckon. You know, I didn't think getting Adam Reynolds on that side would have such a dramatic effect, but obviously it has. 
Um, you know, they had a winning streak and I actually couldn't remember the last time they'd won a game. So <laughs> I think they've done really well this year and I think if they can kind of all jump, jump on that and um, kind of keep that consistency, you might see the Broncos in a final series or two. Because, again, you're not you're nodding your, your head along. What, what's the go with these Queensland teams, you know, outside of the Titans? Um, yeah, it's pretty... It, you know, there wouldn't be too many people that would have been that would have predicted, um, you know, where we're at when it comes to the, you know, the Bronx and the Cows. Uh, so, yeah, I had the Cowboys and the Broncos as my surprise for doing so well. The Titans not doing well wasn't so much a surprise because I don't, I think they still are so many young players and they lost one of the most experienced cool heads, but that's another side story. But, yeah, the, the way that the, the Bronx have been able to turn it around this year, um, it's still a long way to go, but. Yeah, you know, like Dana was saying, the, the winning streak and the Cowboys as well going, we can do one better. So it's a pleasant surprise and I'm enjoying it, but I'd like all of the Queensland teams to be pushing up the ladder. So come on, Titans, you can do it. D, um, yeah, what, what's what's your thoughts? Season 2022, um, you know, it, it, it's been a lot of the same, to be honest, at the very top. Mm. I mean, Penrith have been doing their thing. Uh, Melbourne have been, you know, a, a little bit patchy, but they've, they've still been quite successful. But, um, yeah, what, what's what's caught your eye? Cowboys, my biggest surprise yet. Now, round one came and I thought, yep, they're back to the usual. What a crappy old duster of a match that was. But as soon as we got into round two, they really picked up. There was an exception here and there against the Warriors, I think. And then, um, but they've just continued to swing on. I think they are my biggest surprise. I'm glad that they're, you know, playing for Todd Payton and finally playing for each other. And Jason Malolo may be starting to play up to his salary. But finally, yeah, really, yeah. really good improvement. My man, Chatty Townsend, he'll be uh, Daily M halfback of the year if he keeps at this rate. He's been outstanding. Uh, look, for me, biggest surprise, it'd have to be the Chooks, the Sydney Roosters. Um, they've lost their edge. Um, you know, they were, you know, whilst, you know, it, Penrith and, and, and Melbourne Storm had sort of, um, you know, they were at the top. Um, I feel like they've definitely separate the, separated themselves from that, that that next crew. And, you know, we had the Roosters, we had the Rabbitohs for a period of time, we had Parramatta. But, um, yeah, I feel like the Sydney Roosters, they've really fallen away. Um, so, you know, there, there's a there's a lot of factors in and around that. There's a lot of excuses. Um, the Cheese, Brandon Smith coming to the club next year, I think is going to make a massive difference. But at the end of the day, I don't think Trent Robinson's going to be taking too many excuses at training. Luke Keary, Sam Walker and a few others – they really need. They really need to start picking it up. In particular, Luke Keary. Um, yeah, I've been really disappointed in his season so far. So yeah, look, the Roosters a bit of a shock for me. But you know, I've got a lot of faith in in Robbo. I think he'll turn things around. And you know, I think next season's probably you know what they're looking for at this stage. All right, team. Let's jump into our first segment for tonight. The breakdown. It's do or die. One game. Got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Um, not everything went to, went to plan at all. Um, and they run through our ass like sh- through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. <laughs> Mickey, did I forget you? <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's, that's my bad, my friend. Um, let's dive in and offer our, uh, offer our analysis as we step into round 14 preview. Um, you know, it's new, it, it's state of origin season. I get that. Everyone is, you know, obviously focused in and around that game. Again, promoting episode 35, go back and, and, and take a listen to that. But 
there is games ahead. Um, there is two competition points there, and you know this is where a lot of teams can make some moves um, up the ladder. So our first feature game this week is the North Queensland Cowboys coming up against the St George Illawarra Dragons. Uh, it's going to be you know it's going to be quite an interesting clash. This one, Mickey, my bad, missing you out in the warm up. What am I doing? Um, <laughs> We've shown a lot of love to the Cowboys, and that would have been my guess in terms of where you were heading. Talk to us a little bit about your biggest surprise of season 2022, but also talking about this game as they come up against the Dragons. Yeah, definitely. I think Cowboys have been very surprising, but in a good way. I have really enjoyed watching them you know, perform and get up the ladder. And what are they, third place now? I think that's, yeah, such a shock. When I saw it a few weeks ago, I was like, what's going on here? But, um, yeah, I think this weekend, Dragons and Cowboys, it'll be a close game, but I do think Cowboys will get over. Um, they obviously have got a few players out with State of Origin the weekend that just happened. Whether they all return this following weekend after State of Origin, we'll see. But they proved on the weekend that even without them, they can still, you know, play, you know, right up to the standard they've been playing the last few weeks. They've had those you know, five players come in last week and they all just showed that, yeah, they're a team to be reckoned with. Talk to us a little bit about Jason Tamalolo because, you know, he's he, he was in the news last year. You know, I, I guess a little bit of a, a divorce was, um, I, I guess, was spoken about in the media, but it really feels like him and Toddy Payton have really settled into a good relationship. And But, you know, at the same time, I, I feel like he doesn't really get as much credit or as much attention in the media as a lot of other players. I I wonder whether it's a cultural thing that he doesn't play in state of origin. Like I wonder if, if Jason Tamalolo plays New South Wales plays Queensland, is he the out and out best forward in the game? Well, what's your thoughts on Jason? Do you think he's down on form? Do you think he's still one of the, one of the best in the game? Yeah. What's your thoughts on him? Because yeah, he, he's been a big part of this Cowboys resurgence. God, we're really pulling on my skin here talking about all these Queenslanders. But uh, Tamalolo, if he was selected, if he was able to play, I think like every other player, their game just lifts every single time. You throw them into the fire and they will 100% run. They will continue to fight and they will fight hard. And it's maybe he does have a different understanding now with Toddy Payton. I just still feel like he's not playing to the full potential that he, we expect him to or maybe that the club expected him to. Um, Cowboys were a real surprise for me this season. I think Jason Tamalolo is, for personally, I'm not looking at the same leadership I was looking at from him in the last two seasons. I feel like he may have stepped back a little bit, and I'd love to see him step up a little bit more. Yeah, it's really interesting. And, and part of it too is I think I think they're sort of managing him as well. You know, like Toddy Payton came in and said, look, I don't, I don't want to burn this guy out. And that, that's where the club was headed. And I think we've seen that you know, with a few other players as well. So I think he's like a luxury item, which is crazy to think the Cowboys are in a situation where if things are going sideways in a game of football, they can kind of keep him on the bench. And it's just, it, it, it's unbelievable where the Cowboys are um, within such a short period of time. All right, Coz, um, you know, that's probably enough chat about, you know, the opposition. Let's talk about your beloved St. George Illawarra Dragons. My friend, now this is a football team that I struggle to get a read on, so I couldn't imagine what it's like to be a week-to-week supporter. Let's do our very best to try and keep pace with them. I mean, I get it. You know, you clear out the club to create pathways for a lot of the junior players, so that makes sense. There's a lot of talented juniors, which obviously makes fans excited for two or three years' time, but... 
you know, at the end of the day, you've really got to try and live in the now, and it, it's, it's been it's been quite difficult, Hook. He's brought in the money ball situation where he's brought a lot of misfits in on sort of cheaper contracts and got a lot of value out of them, but, yeah, it, it's really it's really hard to sort of predict how the Dragons are going to go on a week-to-week basis. Yes, try being a fan because some, you go, I, I had low expectations, so the fact that they're just outside the eight is quite remarkable and I'm I'm happy with that. But, yeah, sometimes they win the ones that they're not supposed to and they lose the ones that they shouldn't. So, but I think this one, I will say they've had two, they've got two Origin players and one of the best is Benny Hunt. Um, so depending on what happens with, with Origin and if he's rested or not, I think the, the depth of the cows, the Dragons just can't match that. So, yeah, yeah you know, and it's, I, it's a hard one. Because and the other thing I would say is, we now need to start to see a little bit more development with some of these younger players. So they basically get a free pass, right? Obviously coming in, young players, you don't expect them to sort of, you know, set the world on, on fire. That, that That's very, very rare. But, you know, they're starting to rack up a few games now. Now, we're not saying they need to take over, but, you know, we, we want to see a little bit more consistency. We want to see a little bit more out of these players. And it's just really, really frustrating for Hook. And, you know, that's why he's been in a situation where he's had to sort of drop players previously because he's trying to keep those standards there week in, week out. Uh, very, very difficult. Um, Cos, uh, just quickly, they're on your tip. Tipping the Dragons, you've got that confidence there? Uh, tip the Cowboys. <laughs> <It's difficult. laughs> I'm a realist. So. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's difficult, isn't it? Look, I, I, can't, I can't tip against my mate Chatty Townsend, so uh, I'm going to go the Cowboys as well. Mickey, thoughts on this game? Yeah, I'm going Cowboys for this one. Dana? I don't know. Like, I think if if the Dragons can kind of pull their heads in uh, and get some consistency, like you said, kind of within this one, I reckon they've got a good shot, but I don't know if I'm just uh, being hopeful just for the sake of cause because someone's got to be. Yeah, that's right. Maybe, maybe, you know, Zach Lomax scores a hat-trick, you know, a bit, a bit of, uh, you know, brings back a little bit of old form. D, um, oh, clean sweep here. Cause, well, I had Cowboys noted down, but I've, knock that right out and put dragons in there. Um, I, I just, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. Ravalawa is supposed to come back and you don't want to put too much on his, um, on his poor, poor hammy, but um, I just feel like maybe um, hopefully Ben Hunt fully steps up, doesn't get injured and um, everyone else in the Queensland side just becomes really, really tired. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be an interesting one to watch. Um, Dragons are going to have to be pretty perfect, though, and I think, you know, high completions, doing all the basics right, and, um, yeah, certainly not making it easy on the Cowboys, that's for sure. All right, team, let's move through our next feature game. It is Mickey's Mighty Sydney Roosters coming up against Dana's Melbourne Storm, so a bit of a mojo cup here already. I can feel the tension in the air. Mickey, uh, as we say all of that, it is difficult to come into this one with a lot of confidence because... Yeah, the Roosters just aren't quite the Roosters this year. How, how, how are you feeling at the moment as a fan? Because, um, yeah, we, we haven't seen this for, for, for quite a while. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> um, I was, yeah, I think it's going to be a tough game this weekend and I don't have a lot of hope that we will get the get the win um, as much as I'd love to see it. I just, it's against the Storm, like Storm would, been pretty good this season um as well like we're coming off a loss um against Raiders from Sunday night so that was a yeah that was a tough game to watch actually Sunday night um but hopefully with Teddy coming back and our other origin players coming back in we might be able to do something but yeah we'll see what happens Mickey um 
watched that game really, really closely, um, you know, against, against the Canberra Raiders last week. And I think for me, the biggest issue with the Roosters at the moment is their forward pack. You know, they do not scare anyone at the moment. So Jared Weir, Hargraves, obviously, you know, in and out of the team a little bit with injuries and things like that. You know, Takiaho obviously is headed over to the Super League. A lot of younger players that are coming through, but different body types, you know. They're sort of coming in as sort of, you know, sort of workhorses in that back row. There's no one, there's no sort of intimidation when it comes to the Sydney Roosters. No one gets off the bus fearing the Sydney Roosters. And I, I really think that's part of their big problem. So, you know, he... As much as I'm critical of Luke Keary and Sam Walker, and I want to, I'm, I'm impatient. And I want to start to see that work. I really feel like the Roosters need to address that. And you know, obviously they get picked on in terms of the the sombrero and going out and buying players, <laughs> but they really need to start having a look at the player market and really trying to find some unearth some serious uh, middles because you know they're just looking a little bit. Dated. They're looking a little bit slow, um, and that's creating problems. And the reason why it's so evident is, in my opinion, the best forward for the Sydney Roosters has been Tedesco. You know, Tedesco. Yeah. You know, he doesn't pl- obviously. You know, we get it. He's not a prop. He's not a front rower. But try telling him that. You know, he's always hunting the ruck. He's always getting those meters. He's always taking those tough carries. And yeah, he's um, he's outplaying everyone at the moment. So Roosters middles really need to step up. Dana. Have we tricked you into a false sense of security? <laughs> What's your thoughts? You know, are the Storm going to put 50 on the Roosters here? Or, you know, there's still a sprinkling of um, some quality players there uh, from the Bondi Club. Um, it's hard to say because so Melbourne over the years, you know, although we had a massive win over Manly, uh, we had a bye last week. And so Storm had this inconsistency of how we perform after a bye. Um, it's either going to be the best game we will play all season or it's going to be based on our performance like when we played the Cowboys a couple weeks ago. Um, so obviously, you know, we can't discredit the Roosters. They're still uh, a good side. They're still a top eight side. They're, you know, got a couple weak spots, but don't we all, especially coming into Origin, there's probably, um, you know, as lists aren't out yet, there's probably a lot of, higher end players, more experienced players that are on those origin sides that um, are going to get rested. And, you know, we'll have our, we like to say, I call them my B-grade, B-grade team. Um, But I've also seen those B-grade younger players demolish uh, first grade sides. So, you know, it's, I'm not, uh, I'd like to say I'm not stressed, but I go into every game stressed because it's, it's hard to, there's so many surprises that's been in this 2022 season that it's hard for me to just be like, oh, Roosters walk in the park because I thought that in the 2018 grand final and we all know how that went. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, uh, um, yeah. I think it's, I think it's, you know, I always try and put myself in the coach's shoes post origin, you know, whether I'd have the guts to sit my players. Cause that, that, that's, that's, I think the best thing that you can possibly do rest your origin players and get the win. You know, if you can do that, that's the double whammy, you know what I mean? Because there's nothing worse than playing your origin players and, and, and losing a game of football. I mean, it's like, what's what's the point? So, you know, if, if, if you've got the guts and you've got the confidence into some of your reserve grade players, you know, I, I'd be I'd be trying to rest them. And no player wants to be rested. I get that. Big egos. I know that's a big part of being an origin player. But, you know, you look at the Melbourne Storm who have, in my opinion, we'll have to go back and, and dig through the statistics, but... You know, they blooded so many players this year. Maybe it's an opportunity for them to, um, yeah, give these younger guys another opportunity. Well, the thing is with Origin as well, you know, we have so many players that 
uh, playing in Origin, but Storm is something, and I'm, I've always been very loud and very proud about this, is Storm are one of those clubs that we don't tend to waver a lot uh, during those Origin periods where we might have some of our, our you know, first grade, first pick players out. Whereas, like, last year we saw Penrith lose their only games throughout the season during that Origin period when they had half their side out. Um, or rested, whatever you want to kind of narrow it down to. So I think that's something that Melbourne's really good at is consistency, even with our younger players. And I mean, we've seen those younger players uh, play a lot more in the last few few weeks, maybe last four to five, just with injuries. And you know, like I, I will till the cows come home. I will talk about how much I love Nick Meany and how well he is doing <laughs> it at, at Melbourne Storm. Um, you know, he'll get more more gameplay this week, and I'm just I'm excited to see it. I'm obviously very hopeful that we get the win. Um, as I hate New South Wales and I hate Sydney, but um, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But up the storm. Kind of. <laughs> We're talking a lot about the players that they may or may not be missing for both teams, but they both have like international level players. Um, there is a lot of talent in there, like Joey Miney, where he's outstanding, and even for the Storm, like um, Justin Orlam is one of the form centers. Like, while you know they they may or may not miss some players, there's still a lot of talent in both the sides. So I reckon it's going to be a cracking game, actually. Yeah, I'm just going to. Uh, I love Jerome Hughes. He's going to do so well. Um, you know, Brandon Smith's not been on his best behaviour. He's kind of inconsistent. So I'm kind of like not even mad that he's going to the Chooks uh, next year. But you know, if Jordan Grant can get some more gameplay, Chris Lewis has been doing phenomenally well as well. He got one of the really important tries last week as we kind of got onto that continuous try streak against Manly the other week. So, um, and I think Nassus should be back this week um, from some That's injuries huge. and stuff. So, yeah. if Nassus back, should be right. Uh, if not, like Cos said, we have just such young guns coming through the system that actually. Um, I say I'm not phased, but I'll be sitting on the edge of my seat chewing my fingernails off. So, <laughs> Dana, I, I actually think that's a little bit of a weakness with the Storm as well. I, I haven't been too impressed with their middles either. And, you know, that's a big statement. You know, they've got the Bromwiches and, you know, obviously they're not going to be there next year. But, um, yeah, Nelson, he's, he's a big part of what they do. So um, I think he's um, a little bit underrated. Uh, Cos, just quickly before we get our predictions, I want to talk a little bit about Sammy Walker. Um, what's your read on Sam? Like... Obviously, everyone expects him to be, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, you know, with social media. They expect him to be Andrew Johns this year, um, and, he, and he hasn't quite been that. But, you know, obviously, we spoke a little bit earlier about, you know, some of the issues with their forwards, and, you know, the team just isn't quite clicking at the moment. Um, where are you at when, when it comes to Sam Walker? Because, you know, this kid was going to be the next big thing. Do you have, you know, do you still have a lot of faith in Sam, or do you think he's probably not where he should be in, uh, in his sophomore year? Well, I, I think Sam is a player that you really can't um, categorise or predict. I think just from where he's come from, because he came from that Ipswich Jet system and he's obviously his relatives were coaching and they, they did their unpredictable style of play. And that and that's his style. I think I I have faith in Sam. I think he he obviously is he's exciting in that he just backs himself. Like I think he doesn't lack confidence, which is really quite rare to see in such a young player. But I think he's an interesting player because he is so different. He has a different mindset for such a young player put in a structured sort of team like that. So I think there's a lot of external thoughts about where he should be and, and how long he's progressed and what his development is. But I think he's just he's one that's on his he's on his own path, I think. Um 
I, I don't know. He is so young as well, so there is a lot, a lot of games to play. But he, um, he's a, he's a he was a difficult one to to describe. And I ha- I have a very soft spot for him because he's come from like you know just up the road like Ipswich, yeah. um, and it's just a different style of play he's got. And he still I don't think he has he hasn't uh, grown into his own body yet either. So I think we forget how young he is because he's played quite a bit. Um, in, in a quite a mature team, but he's, he's just really, you just can't predict what he's going to do. I think the only thing you can predict is that he will back himself all the time. He, he does not lack confidence. It may or may not come off, but I think um, people like that, that, you know, he'll have a go, he'll go for the winning play and it may or may not come off, but you can't really, um, you can't really question him for that. Because I, I agree with you. I, I think, you know, this is a bit of pill to swallow, but I think what a lot of people need to understand is, that, like, you know, these playmakers, they're really not going to hit, you know, any, anywhere towards top form until 25, you know what I mean? So, But if you've got a young gun, it's worth investing in them. So I think the, th- the thing with the Sydney Roosters, which they haven't quite got right, is just making sure that everything in and around him is perfect and they just haven't been able to do it. I mean, I'm not saying the names are wrong. They've got the superstars. They've got some of the best players in the game. But, you know, they haven't quite been able to lift around Sam because, you know, I, I don't I don't feel like it's fair, fair to say Sam needs to elevate this team, not for another few years. You know, they, those years will come, you know. So for me, it's more, you know, a little bit of pressure on Luke Keary, but totally agree. Um, you know, the other thing, a little bit of mad respect. He's starting to grow a little bit of a semi-beard. I can, you know, see a little bit of hair there on the face there, making him look a little bit older. And um, agree, off-season, lock him in the gym again, you know, throw another five kilos on him and, you know, help, help um, you know, take a little bit of that contact as well. All right, team, let's do some quick predictions. D, you're a little bit of our independent. So much emotion in this game with, uh, you know, the Mojo Cup between Mickey and Dana. Uh, what's your thoughts on this game? Oh, I'm sorry, Mickey. I'm going to go with Dana on this one, and it's breaking my heart to do it. But um, Yeah, you are. Yeah, I feel like the Storm are going to take it out against the Roosters, and I, I do feel like uh, proud Fiji and Tui Kamikamiva is going to bring it up and – just right into Jared Warrior Hargraves. Yeah, he's, a, he's an incredible player. Look, I'm, I'm going to go uh, Storm as well, but uh, Angus Crichton, anytime try scorer. That dude is playing with some fury in his heart after being overlooked in origin. So um, some of his carries against Canberra last week were incredible. So, um, yeah, Crichton scored a try there, but no, I think Storm will get the job done. Dan, I'm not going to even bother asking you. You've, you've, you've clearly got the Storm there. Mickey, you've got a sign-up that says Sydney Roosters to win by plenty. Cos, um, a <laughs> little bit of an independent view as well. Thoughts on this game? I yeah, I can't really go past the storm. I think um, it just there's just too much there for them, and they'll they'll get it done. I think. All right, there we go. But it'll be close. I think it'll be close. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I think it's going to be closer than what a lot of people think. But uh, Melbourne Storm get the job done there. That's as close to a clean sleep as we're ever going to get. So I'll take it. <laughs> there we go, Melbourne Storm. All right, team. Let's move through our next segment for tonight. Rapid fire. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Your apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. All right, team. Quick round the gap. Let me try that again. Team. Quick round the grounds as we uh, tackle the remaining games for round 14. Uh, Cos, going to start with you. Uh, Gold Coast Titans coming up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs Saturday at 3 o'clock. Yes, poor old Titans. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to just tempt the footy gods. and I'm going to go the Titans because I think Tino coming back, if he gets to play, um, he's been away. He's He's been 
cuddled by the the hug of origin all of the all of the um the good stuff the queensland stuff will rub off hopefully and he will be able to inspire his team to a win against the rabbitos who are just too hot and cold they've had a really hot win so maybe it's time for a cold but i think i don't know just tino is by far and away the best player in the Titans. so to have him back i think will have a lot um will do a lot for them so and hopefully they can they can win for him because it's nice to see him smile. Yeah. He just he, he puts too much pressure on himself, I think. So, Guys, you're, yeah. you're, you're a softie. You're, you're like me. You love these teams in, you know, these players are in teams that are losing. You love to see him play Origin because it's like you know finally you get to see the guy have an opportunity. But um, look, I, I agree that that's not a bad tip. Um, we haven't seen the good Gold Coast Titans in so long. Where 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 are they? Like, yes, they've been inconsistent, but. Part of being inconsistent is occasionally you have a good game of football. You know, where is that from the Gold Coast Titans? They need to show us an 80-minute performance. Maybe this is the weekend. All right, my game, Saturday, 7.35, the Brisbane Broncos coming up against the Canberra Raiders. This is going to be a cracker. Um, the Canberra Raiders have found their identity again, which is, you know, I, I don't understand how they lost it. I mean, it's pretty simple. Again, I say it week in, week out. The Canberra Raiders have one of the most impressive forward packs in the game. So, you know, above nothing else, I expect them to be able to win the middle each and every week. And it's not an easy task, but, you know, you talk about little Zach Wolford. He's come in and had a little bit of a spark for the Canberra Raiders. Tommy Starling off the bench. I love him, you know, adding a little bit of, um, you know, dynamic play off, off, the, off the back there. You know, Xavier Savage... Yeah, it's really interesting to see how he is developing. You know, a lot of people were sort of putting a lot of pressure on Ricky Stewart, you know, to sort of bring him into first grade and he was going to be the next big thing. I think Ricky Stewart has again been proven right in terms of a bit of slow and steady approach with him. Um, Nick Cottridge, I, I think, you know, it'd be great to see him try and find some of his old form as well. Um, you know, I, I still quite haven't seen that. So, look, there's still a lot of work to do, but Joseph Tarpanay, um, again, still remains there. They're out now, best player outside of Josh Papali'i. So, um, yeah, it'll be a very, very physical game. Brisbane Broncos, um, look, you know, they are, again, one of the surprise packets um, of this year's competition. Um, but, you know, I, I guess the thing that we're all trying to get used to is consistency. I mean... You know, this is the thing that the Brisbane Broncos are still trying to prove to us as fans. You know, can we say the Brisbane Broncos are a consistent football team? Well, it's these types of games where you really need to show it, where, you know, it gets a little bit awkward. Everyone's a little bit, you know, battered and bruised from origin and maybe a few players don't play. So, yeah, you know, if, if the Brisbane Broncos are a serious top four team, these are the types of games they win, but they also win it well. So, look, I'm going to... I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to go out on, on a limb and, and uh, you know, I'm going to tip the Brisbane Broncos there. But, um, yeah, it's going to be going to be a tough clash there. All right, D, uh, Sunday, 2 o'clock, your mighty Manly Warringah Seagulls coming up against the West Tigers. You talk about Look, the bit- Seagulls, they don't show up to put shoes on caterpillars or whatever that saying is. <laughs> yeah. We show up to play. And um, I think we have a pretty even... Um, Head-to-head-wise, it's, it's sem- somewhat even with the Tigers, but we have a pretty good rate against them. And I just feel like uh, good old Jakey boy is going to show up. He's, what, fifth on the tackle count list and, and Lucky Croker's first. Um, and so I just I feel like they've got so much more to prove. We've only got one person out for set of origin. Might keep the captain sitting and, and rested um, afterwards. Who knows? But despite Adam Dwayne, his potential comeback every week is his potentially <laughs> coming back. Um, I just feel like his Adam Dwayne is too good a player for the Tigers to risk throwing out there against the Seagulls. 
Um, so obviously Seagulls to win. Clinical yeah. choice. Uh, we'll see how we go. Put a bit more pressure back on the Tigers and, um, yeah, we might hear the, the you know, Madge Maguire's got the full support of the board um, after another loss there. It's uh, it's interesting to watch how the Tigers run that football club, that's for sure. Um, Dana, a couple of games here. Um, because, oh, my God. Be kind, <laughs> my friend. This, oh, this is... This is going to be something. Uh, the Newcastle Knights uh, coming up against the Penrith Panthers, 4 o'clock on Sunday. Um, I'm going to let you have it. <laughs> be kind. When am I ever kind to anyone? Uh, especially, oh, see, look, this is the worst part. Is they both, I hate them both. I mean, I don't hate Newcastle. I just feel bad for them. Um, the, the thing is, is Penrith have this really bad habit of just, not performing uh, leading up to Origin because their entire squad is in the New South Wales side. So I I don't want to be like uh, an optimist for you, Dan, but I reckon if Newcastle play well, like the best they will ever play for the next 10 years well, I reckon you might actually get some points on the board. Okay. And, um, and if, six, if six Penrith Panthers get gastro... On the day of the game, then, you're saying we can come within. <laughs> you can come within but, maybe ten points of winning, right. um, but you know, there's something. It's better than nothing. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll take it. So, so we're going to come somewhat <laughs> close, gonna but get... you're going to go. You're going to go the Penrith Panthers. Um, all right, yeah. let, let's move on before. I, yeah, that, that's anyway. I'm going to. Yeah, I'll be drinking responsibly watching that game. That's for sure. Um, Jump into this one, uh, Dana. This is interesting. Nathan Brown's announced that, you know, he, he's not in a position to relocate back to New Zealand sort of longer term. So, you know, obviously there's going to be a change in in coaches there at the Warriors. So the New Zealand Warriors um, been all over the place this year, coming up against Cronulla Sharks um, up there at Redcliffe. What's your thoughts on this game? So this is the thing, like, you know, again, this year has been a year of, of unpredictability. And I think both of these sides are in that that pool of being unpredictable, you know, you go into this and you'd look at it 12 months ago and, oh, Cronulla's going to win easy. But then they'll probably get their asses handed to them by, like, 40 points. Um, you know, it's it's hard to look at, but, you know, it is it's in Queensland. You never know who's going to win. Um, as much as, obviously, Nico's the, the 18th man on that New South Wales squad, I think that he's just going to perform. I think they'll let him play. Um, I don't think that Cronulla's going to rest him for this week. Um, I just think that he's got to come out like guns blazing, full swinging left, right, and everything in between. And I just reckon they're really going to put some serious points up against the Warriors because I, I think they're also just kind of the Warriors are in that that in between stage where they're still finding their footing. They're having some lineup changes. They're having you know a bit of issues at the moment, and it's something that I think is is very prominent on the field, and you see it on the field. So I think. Um, you know, and they went down pretty hard to Manly last week. So um, as much as I, it pains me and I say that it actually pains me to say this, but I think Cronulla are going to win. Okay, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, look, the Warriors, uh, no identity, um, have absolutely no idea what they're doing as a football club. They have no playing style. And uh, But the, look, the big thing is I don't want to see Sean Johnson go out like this. So um, obviously he can go off into the Super League and probably reignite something. But, yeah, he's obviously in career worst form at the moment and uh, would love to see him turn that around because, you know, he's been an absolute champion of our game. Um, and he played some great football for the Sharks. So hopefully coming up against his old club, something can spark in him and we can see a little bit more from him. But, yeah, I tend to agree. Cronulla Sharks there. Um, all right, Mickey. Uh, look, well, you've got a difficult one here too. Um, 
Parramatta Reels, obviously they've got the quote-unquote buy this week as they take the take on the Canterbury Bulldogs. Um, look, what's your thoughts on this? Do you give the dogs any sort of chance in this one? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Um, they beat the Roosters, but Parramatta beat the Roosters too. So, um, no, but I do think Parra will come away with the win uh, pretty convincingly, I think. Um Dylan Brown's been in some great form. So if he continues that, then yeah, definitely carry the he's been carrying those Parramatta um boys. But um even with the um few boys that they've got out with Origin, like if they come back, I think like this weekend, if they don't rest them, then they'll um have something to add to the team like they already do every other week. So. Yeah, look, I, th- I think we're going to forgive you for tipping the Parramatta for Eels in this one because uh, it's difficult for the dogs. And, look, um, the Trent Barrett attacking just doesn't make much sense to me now, reflecting on it, um, unless they get an absolute out-and-out superstar coach next year. Um, just doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, considering, um, you know, the new signings that come next year, Reed Marnie, Viliama Kikau, you know, I, I just don't understand why they wouldn't have given Barrett that opportunity. But, anyway, um, I get it. You've got to win football games. If you don't, you know, it's, um, it's, it's a cutthroat business. So Parramatta win there. Um, yeah, and that rounds us out. That's that 4 o'clock game on Monday. All right, team, that's all the time we have uh, tonight. Just want to thank my amazing panel, always bringing the heat. A fantastic debut, uh, Mickey. Um, it's great to have you on board here at the NRL Show. And to our listeners, we really do appreciate your support. How can you continue to support the show? Simple, just uh, download the podcast, share with family and friends. Thank you for choosing Mojo Sports. And until next time, we'll catch you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.